together growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I would like mm-hmm. us to reflect on the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians, chapter 2, verses 1 to 10. Brethren, you he made alive when you were dead through the trespasses and the sins in which you once walked. Following the cause of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of mm-hmm. disobedience. Among these, we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, following the desires of body and mind. And so we were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, who is rich in mercy, out of the great love, with which he loved us, even when we were dead through our trespasses, made us alive through with, together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised up with him and made us seat with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. Not because of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. There are a few things that speaks to me. The first one, dear brothers and sisters, that speaks to me profoundly. He made you alive when you were dead. I was dead in many ways and God gave me life. He gave me a new lease into life gave me a new sense of direction, gave me a new purpose. He invited me to grow, to self-discovery, to realize that there are certain things that are Mm -hmm. good for my growth, that are good for my soul. And asking for God and longing for God. That's what we all are called to. New life, new beginning. And as we ask for new life and new beginnings, are there aspects in me that need resuscitation? Is there something in me that has died? Part of me that has died? Are they people that I've written off? Are they things that have hurt me so badly? Are they things that have 
hurt relationships with my family, with my friends, other experiences that are so detrimental, painful, that I ask for God to heal me, that I ask for God to cure me, that I ask for God to give me new lease into life. Now, what Paul says, we were dead. He brought us to life. It's because of our own doing. And if I'm honest with myself, there are moments where I have brought my own death. I have chosen things that are not good for my well-being. I've made decisions that have compromised not only my health, not only my spiritual health, but also my relationship with others. And so I stand before God in humility, acknowledging that I have sinned. I have greatly sinned. I have caused so much pain. And it's very easy to blame someone. It's very easy to drag it to God. It's very easy to question, where was God? But the truth is, what have I done to cause so much pain? And so sometimes it helps to acknowledge that In moments where I have failed, in moments where I have not been as I should have, I ask for pardon. I ask for guidance. But above all, I ask for clarity. That the Spirit of God may give me the clarity of the mind. That the Spirit of God may lead me into places where my mind fears to go. That the Spirit of God may heal me holistically. That I may be able to do what God expects of me. That I do not live by the passions of this world. That I do not live as the one who's disobedient to God, but rather as the one who believes in a God of mercy. A God whose love for us goes beyond our own faults. Whose love goes beyond our own sinfulness. Whose love is able to bring me back to life. I reflect on uh, John chapter 11, when Jesus asked Martha and Mary, where have you put Lazarus? And they say, Lord, he's been dead for four days and there probably there's a stench by now. And Jesus says, there may be a stench, but I still need to see him. There may be a stench, but I still need to see him. And I look into my own life and, and I say, There may be a stench in my life, 
others may have given up in me. They may have walked away from me. But God still believes in me. He still believes in you. He still calls you for greater things. He still demands greater things. And what more can I ask for? What more can I expect from God? What more can God do that will change my mind? And and so I realize that every day is a step closest either to my death or to my new life. Every decision that I make is either a step towards life-giving moments or moments that bring me to death. And in all truth, God puts before us every day life or death, destruction or salvation. What do I choose? May I have the grace, the openness, to choose that which will give me life. That which will give me a new lease into life. That which will call me for something greater. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us. To protect, to bless and to guide us. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh my God, I offer up to you all my thoughts, words and actions joys and hopes, griefs and anxieties of this day, I ask you to grant me the grace to love and serve you and all those you send my way today. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.